Excellence Expected, the inspirational business advice podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Excellence Expected with me, Mark Asquith. And once again, I say this every episode, but thank you so much for choosing to press that play button. Now, this week, I'm going to challenge you to keep moving forward, to bed in, have some grit and determination and reach heights that you actually never thought were possible. And the expert that is going to be helping me with this this week is someone that has been helping businesses for over 20 years, helping people achieve their wildest dreams and someone who actually really, really enjoys helping and inspiring others through being a fantastic teacher. With 35 experience, not only of entrepreneurship, but also marriage, experience is something that my guest this week has a wealth of. So it is my true pleasure to welcome to the show, Mr. Aaron Walker. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate that very much. It's a real, real pleasure. And we were talking in the pre-interview chat, guys. I will mention this, that uh, Aaron has guested on several podcasts, including Entrepreneur on Fire, and has actually just been voted or inducted, if you will, into the Entrepreneur on Fire top 10 podcasts of all time. So that just shows the pedigree of Mr. Walker. Congratulations, sir. Well, thank you very much. I certainly don't feel worthy, but it was an honor. And thank you very much. It is really a pleasure. It really is. Now, we are going to talk about grit and determination, how people can keep moving forward. And we are going to close the show as ever with three actionable tips for people to you know, really embrace and help them overcome that challenge. But what I'd like to do to start with, Aaron, is really just explore your history. Where did you come from and you know, where are you now? What is it that you actually do with people? Well, thanks, Mark. Uh, I'm a native Nashvilleian. I live in Tennessee and, of course, in the United States. And I've been here 54 years, and I started early on in the pawn shop business. Um, some people are familiar with that business. It's a, a business that aids people in small cash loans. We did that for about 27 years. was bought out by a Fortune 500 company based out of Fort Worth, Texas. Took about a five-year break, went in the construction industry, uh, built houses, uh, high-end residence, and small commercial. Took another break and decided that coaching would be for me. And so now I spend my days coaching entrepreneurs, and I'm heavily involved in mastermind groups. That's kind of a 30,000-foot view, but that's kind of been my span of work for 35 years. It sounds so diverse, and I love the idea of, of you know gathering all the experience from all, all sorts of different diverse places and bringing them together because actually when you're part of the mastermind group, which actually I want to touch on in a second, when you're part of a mastermind group, it's not just one set of problems from you know a specific set of niche, uh, I guess, niche businesses. You do have to have that breadth and you know things that you can apply over on the left will fix problems over on the right. So I'd just like to dig into that mastermind group kind of process. You know, Tell people about mastermind groups and the benefit that they can have for their business, please, if you don't mind. Oh, absolutely. Uh about 20 years ago, there was a new guy on the scene. Uh, his name was Dave Ramsey. And Dave came in my business. Of course, people know who Dave now is, is the financial guru. But Dave came in my business. He was on one radio station in Nashville. And he offered to uh, 
give me advertising for a week if I would merely try him. And so I did, and it really did well. We signed a contract, and our business took off from there. But in the course of that, he invited me to participate in his mastermind group. This is 1995. So I started participating in that over a decade and thoroughly enjoyed it and have continued it since. And so I've started mastermind groups of my own called Iron Sharpens Iron. I'm a member of Dan Miller's mastermind group, 48 Days to the Work You Love. And there's about 40 of us that are involved in that on a weekly basis. And it's absolutely been a game changer for me. It's kind of like having your own board of directors, people that have unbiased opinions, nothing to gain, nothing to lose. And so they can offer the truth in every scenario and situation. And so you get factual information that's uh, invited at times and uninvited at others. But it has certainly been the game changer for me over the course of the past two decades. I mean, that's so powerful. I love the idea that you've got a board of directors that are entirely unbiased without any other agenda other than to just provide value and actually help other people just like them. And, you know, that's what we're here to talk about, really, is helping people, helping people move forward specifically when things might be getting on top of them. You know, we're just coming out of what, what the world has seen as a bit of an economic downturn. You know, we, we see the word recession banded about, and there are a lot of people out there that I come across in the UK and no doubt you come across in the US that are just kind of beaten down and weathered by the hard years that have, uh, that have you know, presented themselves over the last six years. So let's just talk about that for a second. What is the current situation in the US? What is the current situation in business? You know, is it quite a buoyant state and the people that are feeling beaten down, have they got a right to start feeling more confident now? Well, I personally do, and I know it's segmented as in any country. There are pockets that don't do as well as others. Nashville actually is a very thriving economic uh, state. I mean, it is absolutely going crazy here. Housing is crazy. There's multiple contracts on houses. As a rule, they bring more than they're listed for. So, Obviously, Nashville is a place that people want to be now. There's a family locally, the Frist Foundation and the Ingram, which is the Ingram Barge Company, Ingram Book Company. I'm sure you're familiar with them. They have started a entrepreneur. It's called the Entrepreneur Nashville. It's just kind of a hub. Google has recently placed a venue there. And it is attracting people from all over the world. So here locally, the economy is excellent. Um, it is um, pockets, like I said, in certain northern states that are not doing as well. But here locally, I think there's great opportunity. And I think that's that. You know that does reflect over in the UK as well. I think you're absolutely right what you say about the pockets of positivity and the pockets of economic recovery, if you like. And it's we do see that here in the UK. And I think as a as a business person that's kind of on the cold face of it people can start feeling a little bit more confident. And I just want to talk about really that, you know, if you are in that situation, if you are kind of thinking to yourself, well, look, we've gone through the hard times. We've gone through a real tough state of affairs. And actually we may have had to downsize the business or pivot and change and diversify. You know, what can people be doing now to really start taking hold of the next couple of years? What can people be starting to assess? What can they do to get some of that confidence back if they are feeling kind of still down in the mouth about things? 
Well, Mark, I don't necessarily think that I don't look to the government. I don't look to the economic environment uh, for my success. I feel like, and I'll give you just a little bit of a background with that. When I was small, my mom used to teach us that um, she had a little saying. She'd say, can't, couldn't do it, and could did it all. And at an early age, I learned a great amount of self-esteem and self-value and self-worth. And I just learned early on that if I wanted to do something that I had to get in there and take action and do it. We were never allowed to say can't. She just wouldn't allow that. And so we would take that and try it. We may not be able to do it, but it wasn't because of the lack of effort. And so therefore, the grit and the determination uh, kind of came to me at an early age. And so I don't necessarily look at the environment as something that is going to dictate my future. And so, yes, it's absolutely an aid and it can help. But I think from within all of us, if we elect to do something, place in the right situation at the right time, we can use the grit and determination in order to be successful for our families. That's really powerful. I love the idea of looking inwards because you do, uh, you know, I love that. We've talked about the kind of climate. We've talked about the, the kind of governmental side of things. And I love that you're taking it now and pointing it inward because it is it is about that determination. If you look at businesses that have actually started during, you know, what is perceived as the downturn and actually they're flourishing and it's not anything to do with anything else other than their own grit and determination. So how can people sat there thinking to themselves, well, look, I don't really know where to turn. Perhaps have not had that kind of self-esteem. Perhaps have not had that kind of, you know, really positive upbringing. What can people do to start to change their own mindsets into a very much a can-do attitude? You know, some of the statistics that have been released are really uh, discouraging. It talks about the people that as a rule, only read one or two books annually. And I just find that amazing. And I said, well, I don't, you don't go to bed at night and wake up the next day smarter. And so we have got to fill our minds with powerful podcasts, books, the things that we read, the things that we watch. A friend of mine challenged me several years ago to stop watching the news. There's just nothing there that absolutely is empowering and invigorating and lifting up. So Robin and I, my wife, we decided that we were going to give it a try. We would just at night, you know, we would read something positive or enjoy each other uh, rather than watching the news. That was five years ago. And so still now, if I want to know something, you know, most of my friends are going to tell me if it's vital and if it's really important, I'm going to see it on the Internet. And I just elect not to fill my mind with that kind of uh, information. So reading podcasts, the books we read, uh, the things we see and the things we do, the things that we put in our mind is going to give us that attitude of being positive rather than negative. And that is so, so important, isn't it? You know, surrounding yourself with the information and the positivity that, as you say, actually the mainstream media a lot of the time doesn't give us. And I think, you know, just looking back at my own journey, you know, there's a real, I wouldn't say an epiphany moment, but you could start to see a catalyst when I started to surround myself with different types of literature, different types of podcast content or video content. And actually, you're absolutely right. It does feed your own self-belief. So let's just pick up on that for a second in terms of content, because there are a lot of people out there that are thinking, all right, that sounds superb, but I don't really know where to start. So 
Have you got anything in terms of content, perhaps your favorite books or your top three podcasts or your top three other pieces of content? Where would you direct people to, to start empowering themselves? Well, absolutely. There's, uh, you know, I even have a book list that I've compiled and it's available on my website, viewfromthetop.com. And you're welcome to go there and get my book list. I compiled 50 or 100 books that I've enjoyed reading. Lately, some of the best books that I have read uh, is a book called Essentialism. And I don't know if you've read that book or not. Greg McCowan. Uh, it's called The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. And this book has absolutely resonated with me. And even in the mastermind groups and my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients, we have taken this book literally apart and made um, application to each man's life. And I learned early on that everything that glitters and everything that sparkles and shines is not necessarily something that we need to chase. And I made the conscious decision five years ago to divest myself of many things that were causing aggravation and strife in my life and get the non-essentials out of my life and really focus on the vital few because there's only a certain amount of things that we can really excel in. And you know, most people, Mark, try to do 15 things and you can't do 15 things well. And so I elected to only do two or three things. So instead of being a mile wide and an inch deep in 15 things, I have elected to be an inch wide and a mile deep on about three things. And so when you participate from that avenue, you become what you would consider an expert in whatever field that is that you're looking at. So that book has made just significant contributions to me. A lot of people think that I had a part in this book because I push it so much. But I have never even met the author, but uh, I so have enjoyed that. Another book that I've enjoyed immensely is Business Brilliant. Lewis Schiff was the author. And it gives us great lessons that we can learn from self-made business icons that uh, have done extremely well. Those are just a couple of the books. Uh, the book that I read daily is the Bible. I'm a Christ follower. And so that book has a map for our life. And so I've absolutely used it on a daily basis to help solve the problems of my life and give me inspiration to go forward. Those are two of the those are three of the books that I read regularly, and uh, I've got a list of hundreds more that I'd be happy to share with your audience. And that's available, actually, Aaron, isn't it, over at viewfromthetop.com. So please, guys, do check that out, because the, the more you surround yourself with the right type of content, the right type of people, the more inspired you are, one, to take action, but actually to believe that you can do what you want to do. And it's all about what you want to do, what makes you happy. And, Mark, there are some yeah. classics I would like to mention as well that uh, I think that people should read. Uh, there's, you know, Stephen Pressfield has some great books. Uh, Guy Kawasaki, if you like to read tech things, has written The Art of Social Media. Uh, it's a recent book that's kind of a how-to book that is great. How to Win Friends and Influence People. You know, Carnegie's book is just an absolute classic, a must-read. We could really spend the rest of the time probably talking about great authors in the books. But I would just encourage your listeners, if they want to develop that grit and determination, fill yourself with information, get the knowledge, have the wisdom, and you'll make much better choices going forward. You'll have a lot more confidence in your decisions as a result of it. 
Without a shadow of a doubt, absolutely. And all fantastic books as well, and books that I've picked up myself, and you know, I would stand by it without any doubt whatsoever. And actually, guys, don't forget that Guy Kawasaki is actually on the show discussing the art of art of social. So head on over to excellence-expected.com and search Guy Kawasaki for that episode. What a fantastic author, a fantastic business person. Now, actually, what I want to move on to now, Aaron, is just around goal setting and you know, we are on a business podcast, but I want to talk very much about personal success, how to define personal success, because it's not just about the glory and it's not about the money and the finances. What I love about your bio in particular is the fact that you say you've got 35 years experience in entrepreneurialism and in marriage, which is vitally important. So let's just talk about how people can measure success, perhaps outside of the business arena. Well, that would be great. Uh, you know, I've been an entrepreneur literally my entire life. I tell people on these podcast interviews, I say I haven't had a paycheck since I was 18 years old. I'm 54 now. You know, I have to kill it, drag it home, skin it, make it happen, and then I make a profit and I get to keep it. So I haven't been dependent on a paycheck my entire life. And so success has been for me in kind of the art of the deal and putting things together. And I came from very humble beginnings. My dad was a contractor and he built houses for a living. And we lived in an 800 square foot house as a child, four children, my mom and dad. So I know all about difficult times. And that is one of the things, quite honestly, that gave me the grit and determination. I decided early on what I didn't want to do rather than what I wanted to do until I discovered what success was going to be for me. And so early on, I learned that success is not necessarily defined in terms of dollars. Uh, success for each person is invariably, you know, it's different without a question. A lot of success uh, is in finances. And I tell people that people with money that tell you money's not important run because they're not telling you the truth. It's vitally important, but we don't want to make it the topic. We don't want to make it the central focus. And success for me has been in my relationship with my wife of 35 years. We got married at an early age. She was 15. I was 16 when we started dating. And two weeks out of high school, we got married. So we've been together a long time. I taught her to drive, Mark. So we've been around a long time. Wow together. So a successful marriage is vital to me. I teach guys daily, you can succeed at work, but if you don't win at home, you're going to end up a loser. And I teach a lot on putting the family first and foremost, because making money, quite honestly, is not that difficult. We can all learn to make money and you have multiple opportunities to make money, but you only have one opportunity with your family. You don't get a do-over with your children. And so for that reason, I think it's vital that we're successful at home, that we're the dads, the husbands, the fathers, the nurturers, the providers that we need to be. And I think it's well-rounded and a lot of guys don't have balance in their life and I help them get balance and to see that, uh, make sure you have your ladder leaning on the right wall as you're climbing. And so I help guys discover that. So success is being well-rounded, not just making money. That is such a profound segment. I mean, that, you know, just sat here talking and listening to you, that is so, so profound. And, you know, that has a real effect on me personally and, and everyone listening out there that 
I'm sure at some point or another can actually relate to that. And that is so, so important, finding what's important to you. and just. Mark, may I share just a quick story that helped me? So in 2001, um, I was on my way to the office. It was about 7.30 in the morning. And a pedestrian was crossing the street, going to catch a bus. And he hesitated in the middle of the road just as I got to him. And I thought he was waiting and... So I accelerated, you know, this happens in three seconds, you know, it's transpired. Just as I got to the gentleman, he took off running to catch the bus. And unfortunately, uh, I struck the pedestrian and he lived about three days in the Vanderbilt trauma unit. And it, at that moment, yeah, I just think back at that moment, how quickly life changed. Not, not only for that gentleman, but for me as well. And it gave me time to reflect over the course of the next year or 18 months, thinking all of our lives can change in a moment. And I read a book Bob Buford wrote called Halftime. And between those two events, my life radically changed, thinking I'm chasing the dollar every day. I have multiple stores. I'm making plenty money. My life is very successful from the world's perspective uh, financially. I've done very well. But I wanted to have more for my life in this book, Success to Significance, really impacted me, thinking that we can live our entire life successfully, but void of significance, we really haven't made an impact in the world and in the community that we live in, and in our families. So I made a concerted effort at that point to steer myself more towards significance than success. I didn't stop making money. I want to continue making money. I want to continue making my business. But at that moment, I realized that the relationships that we form and the people that we help is true success, not necessarily just the finances. I hope For your audience, it doesn't take something as drastic as I've experienced to have me realize that, but I would strongly encourage you to take the time and the effort and the energy to dive deep and evaluate your personal life to seeing if you're living significantly as well as successfully. That is just unbelievably powerful. I mean, I'm sat here thinking to myself, you know, what can I do differently? And I'm, I've, I don't even have time to reflect on that as we're talking, but wow, you know, that, that is just so profound. That is, it's amazing. The effect that that can have. And we just don't do that. We don't step back and, and watch what we're actually doing to ourselves and to our family in the pursuit, as you say, of the dollar we go about our daily schedules. And we're always rushing to get to a place that actually doesn't matter as much as the place that we've just left. And I think that that is absolutely mind blowing. That really has had an effect on me. That's, that's amazing. Mark, you know, we spend a great deal of our time uh, executing rather than reflecting. And there's a simple exercise that I go through with all my clients, and it's simply titled, What Do You Want? And there's 25 questions, and they're very elementary questions that you would never give much consideration to at all if you were to hear the question until you attempt to answer it. Once you start to answer it, you discover what's really important to you, your family, and your life. Once we determine what do you want, most men don't know. Most men's answer is, I want bigger, 
faster and more. Well, when you take the time to really dive into the things that are valuable, you can create a life plan to achieve those things. But until that is discovered, it was virtually impossible to help you create a plan for how to be successful simultaneously with being significant. So just take the time to discover what do you really want. It's unbelievable. It's something that we just don't do enough of. And, you know, as you said, the simple questions are often the hardest to answer because we just don't account for them. And that actually leads me on, Aaron, to the next segment of the show, which is the excellence expected actionable takeaways. And I'd like to just put a focus on really helping people achieve their own measure of success. So what three pieces of advice would you give people that are wanting to reach new heights that actually they don't believe are currently possible? Well, the first thing for me, as I've mentioned earlier in the show, my faith is very important to me as a Christian. I'm a Christ follower, so I keep my faith first and foremost. It's the way I start my day. It's something that I take time to meditate and pray. I have lists personally, as well as business of my clients that I pray for, pray for my family. It gets me centered. It gets me focused. So that is the first and foremost thing that I do on a daily basis. The second thing is, is I reflect on what my mom taught me with the grit and the determination of can't, couldn't do it and could did it all. If you want to do something, you can do it. The problem is, is most people don't want trade-offs and you can't do everything well. So I narrowed down the list to the three things that I want to accomplish, whether it be that day, that quarter, or long-term. You have to focus. So the next second thing is to focus. And the last thing, quite honestly, is the most important and has been the key to my success is intentionally building relationships. Without a question, it is the first and foremost most important tool. It's my first objective. It is the thing that I do the absolute most intentionally is building relationships on a daily basis. And at some point, I would love to come back and talk to you about that even further because it is vital to the success of us personally as well as business. Three superb, superb tips and, you know, things that you can really practice day in, day out. And I'd love to have you back on the show, Aaron, absolutely to talk more about that relationship side of things. And as we do draw the show to a close, just tell people where once again they can find you online, please, sir. Oh, that would be great. View from the top is the name of my company. All the contact information is there for my email. My personal cell number is there. Um, Twitter. Facebook. It's all there. Viewfromthetop.com. Any of your guests would enjoy having the questionnaire. I'll make it available for free. I won't charge your guest anything if they'll email me and just ask for the what do I want questionnaire. I'll also send them the book list if they would like that of the many, many books that I've read. And I would be happy to engage with your clients at any time. I am a life and business coach. Uh, I would love to engage with some of your clients that would like to take their life and their business to heights that they never dreamed possible. So if they would be interested in talking to me, uh, I would love to talk to them. And if they're interested in possibly one of the mastermind groups that I facilitate, I would engage with them on that level as well. Wow. So much value there, guys. Listen up. You don't get that often. Aaron, thank you so much, sir. It's been my honor and privilege to talk to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mark. The privilege has been mine. 
Until next time, guys, don't forget, for all of the show notes, everything that Aaron has said there, all of the links to viewfromthetop.com, and of course, everything that you've come to expect from Excellence Expected can be found over at excellence-expected.com, where, as ever, you can pick up your free copy of the Essential 14-Day Guide to Cutting Your Working Hours and Increasing Your Impact. And until next time, don't forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel.